0: Welcome to Buildcast, where we delve into the backstories of experts and other players in the built environment to reveal their journey and how they got built. Join us in our conversation to learn from their life experiences, to be the catalyst for innovation, and to make sustainable building mainstream building. Now, here is your host and the principal thinker at Build Tank Inc., Robbie Schwarz.
1: Public PreFab is an off-site construction solution for the home's building thermal envelope that integrates bulk moisture, air, vapor, and thermal control into its wall and floor panels. Their unique component-based, Lego-like panels have been developed for maximum design flexibility and with Passive House high performance in mind. From how homes are built to how they are lived in, Edie Dillman is consciously committed to disruption, systems changed, and rapid adoption of solutions that impact buildings and the built environment. As CEO and co-founder of Be Public, Edie walks us through her journey from education and business development to finding passion in the construction industry and helping people build resilient, comfortable, environmentally sound, and efficient homes. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, this is Robbie Schwarz and I'm here with Edie Dillman, who is the CEO and co-founder of B Public Prefab. How are you, Edie?
2: I'm doing great, Robbie. Great to talk with you. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, it's great to talk to you as well. Um, before we go too much further, I, I need uh, to understand better in general terms, what is B Public Prefab?
2: Yeah, we're a little bit different than lots of things. So um, thanks for the opportunity to to explain. And I think we'll have a good conversation about all the things we're doing. But B public prefab is a prefab company that specializes very specifically in the structural thermal envelope or um, shell of new construction. So uh, think about Legos for uh, home construction. And we really are looking at uh, high performance, all wood-based structure to get a building up and built uh, faster.
1: Great, okay. Well, I took one step forward, but I wanna take two steps back before we (laughs) dive dive in there. And uh, I wanna understand a little bit uh, from you how you got started in this industry and what uh, ultimately got you to Uh, prefab construction
2: yeah it's sort of a circuitous story and um, and journey Um, I came to this company directly from working in education to workforce disruption so really looking at where there are gaps in our economy and there are plenty of skills gaps and really working with vocational schools and community colleges and high schools, and doing skills mapping and training to what employers were really looking for. And, and when you dig into what's happening in our workforce, and specifically in the trades, you know we emptied the trades pretty effectively for 30 years, um, yeah. telling people to go to college, get a BA, um, And what that means right now is um, we have a huge shortage, and that's really affecting how many homes we're building, the price of those homes, the speed at which we can build, even commercial. Um, So that's the work I was doing at the exact same time that my business partner was working as an architect and developing beautiful home plans um, for both affordable and uh, market rate clients but all for high performance homes. And when you look at um, the training gaps needed to get folks up to even you know, IECC 2021 code, there's quite a bit of skilling up that needs to be done and even reconsidering how we detail and design um, and get ready to build um, for high performance. And the conclusion that he came to was that there was no way to meet all of the client demand that he had and get things constructed um, without some kind of disruption and and the solution that he came to was that by controlling some of the build that's really technical and putting that um, in a controlled environment or a factory or a shop. You could more quickly bring to bear high performance um, and bring that to the site for local builders to complete. So um, out of his architectural practice came the standardized kit of parts, or be public panels, and we started a company with that standard approach. So there are lots of people in high performance or even in, in, in offsite that are doing kind of one-offs, taking a very, specific custom home design and breaking it into panels and building those in a shop and then bringing that one bespoke project to site. And B Public's approach is actually the opposite of that, is having a standard sort of Lincoln Logs or Lego-like system that everyone can design with and build with so that it becomes Kind of like a two by four, you know what it can do, what it does well. Um, and then you just implement it and put it into the plans. So that's kind of our story. Um, there's a lot around Be Public that we're um, a little bit different about. We're really trying to solve many problems with one solution um, from the materials we choose and to what standard we're building to. Um, but that's kind of the, the starting. Um, story of how this genesis happened and how it sprung into being as a company that is now be public uh,
1: that's very interesting so so you came to it from a workforce perspective had did you, had you had some construction background
2: uh no i mean i an admirer of design and architects um i've i've been in business and um, acting as a business consultant and helping people grow small creative companies for a long time. That's what I was doing in Chicago 25 years ago. Um, But really more on the creative side of of designers, photographers, web designers. Um, This is the first company that I, well, that's not true. I worked for an architect for many years in Santa Fe, but on the business end. So this is really the biggest deep dive into construction specifically that I've done. Um, But I think a lot of the principles are the same. I mean, a creative team that's uh, putting together a magazine or a website or even a product release is very similar to an integrated team that's uh, designing and building for construction. It's just different materials.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting that you bring that word uh into the conversation the idea of integrated and integrated design um have you had success in uh, bringing this this group of people together in an integrated process to with the homes that you're involved with
2: i feel like we are i feel we're very fortunate um in that the majority of our clients are committed to low energy healthy Better built homes um, and I think their patience and dedication to that is unique I don't necessarily think that's everyone who's building new homes in the world um, and I do think because we're sort of a collaborative team that's our intent is to be supportive uh, that it is we're, we're having quite a bit of success there and, and I think One thing that I think is unique and really positive in what we're doing is that we encourage all of our clients to have a builder involved as early in the design process as possible Um, and sort of the perspective of that is there's so much knowledge from our builders that we really want to include them in sort of that visioning of a project um, and having them as, the, as the part of that integrated team. So yes, there are architects and there are engineers involved, but really important to have the builders involved to add perspective, to give um, recommendations. So it's a simple form of that would be, you know, does, does this um, maybe I-beam for a post and beam structure? Is that something you'd like to work with or would you prefer a glulam or what is the suggestion from the builder? Um, And often how we design things is that uh, a completed plan is handed to a builder to estimate at the end and then maybe there are changes. But we find that it's a really healthy collaboration to have the builders involved and aware of the decisions and the designs that are being created so that early on they can have um, some input and influence and maybe help us speed things along or specify things that are more regionally available. Or are um, more affordable. I think that's really important. Um, how, do, how Does that answer your question, Robbie? Is that a fair? Yeah. Answer no, I think that's,
1: that's good. Are you finding that builders uh, specifically are reluctant to try a new system or product? Or are they acceptive of it pretty you easily? You know,
2: builders are extraordinarily pragmatic. Um, and I think for us, education is always number one, and it's not from um, from a point of view that uh, how things have been done or site building is wrong. We're just offering an alternative. And in that, we're using materials that are very familiar to builders. Um, you know, this is not titanium and um, foam. Right. It's wood and it's cellulose. And it's things that really respect our traditions of builders. And it's offering them something that I think adds to the pride in craftsmanship. It doesn't detract from. Um, So one is we spend a lot of time with builders, um, giving them information, asking and answering questions, um, onboarding them, whether that's in person or on Zoom or on site, you name it. Um, And then of course, what we find to be most gratifying in that process is builders getting to work with, touch, feel, experience the panels. Um, That's very reassuring. Whenever we have an install that is um, easily accessible and the homeowners or the clients are comfortable with us inviting people to the site, we like to do site visits with potential new builders so that they can walk around a newly installed building envelope by Public on day four, right? It takes us just a few days to get the entire envelope up and in place. And for them to walk around and be able to truly kick the tires or, uh, you know, stomp on our subfloor and feel what it's like, the, how solid it is, how um, quiet it is, and comfortable and inside it is, and you know, three minutes of walking around one of these structures, yeah, 24 on yep, yeah, that all makes sense. It's very reassuring to 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 builders, and um, you know, we do offer because it's new for residential contractors to build with panelized, um, certainly rigging and hoisting and working with cranes to um, set and stitch together these panels is new. So we offer builder training quarterly at our shop in Las Vegas, New Mexico. And talk about a hands-on experience with the panels, right? You really get to feel the weight of them feel how it feels to to ta- attach them together um, and work with your team and put together a structure. And that really is a, a very gratifying training experience. It's also really quick. We do it in just a couple of days and cover building science and estimating and scheduling. But we also get out um, outside and, and actually put together what we call as mini B, but our training module that um you know we work with a full size crane with the teams and from from then on it feels like you know they're ready to fly they understand it all
1: yeah well, that's very that's uh seems like a cool training to uh, come see at some point um you mentioned that uh be public is trying to solve problems uh <laughs> can you talk a little bit about some of the problems that you see that you're trying to solve
2: yeah, it's kind of a long list. I try, I'll try not to put this to <laughs> sleep your, your listeners. Well, number one is that a building can be very slow. So um, by taking many sequences and bringing them um, into one of our shops, it speeds up construction on site because we take all of that exterior framing and sheathing, um, the the weather house wrap Um, the air barrier layer, and all insulation for the structure. And we bring that in a single order, a single delivery, and a single install. And and for a single family home, it's usually four days um, to get the primary envelope up, and then a, a week or so to do the sort of meticulous taping and sealing of those panels together to get that perfect air sealing. So speeding up construction is number one. Um, Being able to specify sort of best-in-class materials. uh, We are a foam-free solution. We are fully insulated with dense pack cellulose, which is um, our current supply is 86% post-consumer newsprint that's been shredded um, and, of course, protected for um, fire resistance. Um, So getting away from petroleum. is really important to us. And then ultimately, our assembly is geared towards a passive house or a low energy, high performance, um, lasting performance. So getting to uh, a built envelope that can achieve 80 to 90% energy savings for that heating and cooling load is significant. Right. If we if we can impact that then our demand on the grid or even on our solar systems becomes um, tiny, right? We're talking about nearly net zero before plugging anything in. Um, and, and we think that is um, so powerful and in some, some ways so simple, right? What we can do in terms of conservation first makes it resilient long term for so many reasons. Right. Less systems that can break down. Cellulose doesn't go anywhere. Right. We're sequestering it right there in the wall. Um, And I think offering high performance to any new construction, Um, we're really thrilled to be working uh, with Habitat um, on a project here in Santa Fe, New Mexico that will utilize our our panels as well as beautiful custom homes in places like Salida. Um, as well as uh, people who are rebuilding from the Marshall Fire um, and actually the CZU Fire as well in Santa Cruz. So being able to have flexibility of form and even for the goals of the client, the size of the project, we're able to um, sell our panels to people building auxiliary dwelling units or casitas as well as people uh, doing three-story, multifamily, um, residential um, development. So, um, you know, we think it should not be a question of high performance. It should be offered to all for high performance. Um, So those are some of the changes. Of course, by taking things inside and building quite a bit um, in a workshop, we have opportunity to train and include many more people into the trades and offer pathways, you know, into a shop, through a shop, out the back to become, you know, full general contractors or start installing, you name it. We really think of this as, um, as a circular economy that we just want to bring people in and train them around many aspects of sustainability and allow them to have. Uh, long, healthy, um, profitable careers, um, being able to, you know, fairly pay people and train them and encourage them to grow is a big part of Be Public. Um, we think of ourselves as sort of a an engine to localize the trades and partner with, um, again, those community colleges and trade schools that I've been working with for for so long, um, and instead of building curriculum, now I get to build jobs and green homes.
1: Wow, that's a that's impressive. Is uh, be public named be public because it's a B corporation, or uh, how wh- what's the significance of be public?
2: It tr- we truly are a public benefit corp. Yep, okay. um, and that and that's an important one for us. That of course. You know, we're built to grow and scale and and address as much um, new housing construction as we can manage um, for the decades to come. But we want to make sure that as we're growing, we're really thinking about the environment and the people that we serve um, and creating those jobs and having positive impacts, not just on a bottom line, but really on people and planet.
1: Very cool. Uh, Maybe we can transition a little bit uh, to the panel itself. Can you describe the panel and uh, how it's manufactured?
2: Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, It is really um, standard wood frame. Um, So we work in a shop and we work on framing tables. Of course, I love talking about this because it's a little bit um, healthier and safer in a controlled environment, Um, but we frame and and, um, tie together our panels. Everything is glued and nailed, Um, and we wrap with, um, on five sides of each of our panels are wrapped in weather barrier, Um, and then the sixth side is our air barrier, and then they are fully insulated in our shop um, with dense pack cellulose. Um, Blown in, I like to describe it as it's so packed in there. It's like if you tried to push on a heavy bag. If you had a like a a a, a boxing bag. What are they called, Robbie? You can tell it. Yeah. Like
1: yeah. A boxing heavy bag. bag
2: or- yeah. So it's it's really dense, right? It's it's really packed in there. So people are familiar with cellulose as being sort of lofted into attic space and sort of fluffy, cloud-like. Um, we're really jamming it in there so that we're getting that our value into our walls, um, and of course we wrap on five sides with the weather barrier for you know resistance to any kind of damage because we know these panels are going to get lifted and put on a truck and then trucked to site and then lifted again and they're <laughs> going to be right there and open and exposed. Um, so. We've designed this um, to reduce risks to the project, to the materials. Um, And and the weather barrier that we're using is a fully adhered weather barrier. It's actually rated for 120 days of exposure, of UV exposure. Um, It's a temporary roof in Germany. Um, And we know that, you know, things happen on site. comes to site and it's nice to protect that wood material and not have, um, you know, any kind of warping or damage. Um, So our shops are pretty simple. It really is um, wood tools and um, humans that build it. We are not dependent on uh, robots at this point. We're really, that's part of um, that training um, and controls. Um, Certainly we can Have uh, cutting that's assisted by CNC and things like that, but these are really hand-built, craftsman-made panels. Our standard wall panel is eight feet wide um, and ten feet tall. So um, we're generous in in one way in our dimensions. Though even if you're building a very small backyard casita, we think having a little bit of headspace and light bouncing around the room is um, a really nice attribute. So we have a standard. 10 foot um, bearing, but we also have panels to, um, we call them filler panels, to do 12 foot or 13 foot. And like I said, we can go up to three stories. So you can go 30 feet straight up. Um, and then on our roof and floor panels, uh, our spans are 18 feet, 22, um, and 20 for both. And again, it's like Legos, right? We know how far we can stack those Legos before they fall over or we need to add a little additional buttressing. Same with our panels. We know exactly what they can do and what they're designed to do. Often people say, oh, floor panels, but I want a basement, right? A lot of our clients in Colorado have, you know, full basements. Sure, that's great. Um, we've got designs for those attachments to insulated slabs or to an ICF basement. Um, it's a very flexible system, but a lot of our clients are really excited to use our our 51 floor panels because that means you can post in beam. You can be a little bit lighter on some of these properties that have very uh, unique, I will say, <laughs> um, topography, right? Um, and being able to... to, to um, be playful, be light, and be flexible in design as part of what the system's designed to do. And again, it's wood. So we know how to attach to. Um, Let's think about like, you know, we don't do decks and things like that, but certainly you can ledger right off of our panels because the sheathing is there and it's designed to do so.
1: Okay, so the floor panels, are they built off of a a truss or an I-joist? Or something like that.
2: Yeah, actually, all all of our framing is I joist based. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There is additional structure within our panels, um, but um, the 24s are are based on um, exactly a, a web joist.
1: A webbed joist. So the the floor system is web. So you have, in essence, you it's kind of like a T stud. You have. Uh, uh, insulation cont- continuity?
2: Uh, insulation in those cells between the yeah. eye joists, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so that, that allows is-
2: us to have those those cavities and be able to control the insulation within those cavities.
1: And, and that is true for the walls as well? It is. Oh, wow, okay. And it so is. how are, are the panels all um, 12 inches thick or, or can do, do they come in different uh, thicknesses
2: Yeah great question So for our our floor uh, cassettes I could say they're um, they're just an R 51 on our walls it's an R35 that's just about uh, 10 inches deep and then our R 52 is more like uh, 12 and then our roof, Panels get really exciting because there's an R59 or the R80, which is where that R80 is what's really helpful in Colorado in hitting those passive house um, envelope designs. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And we and we do, it, you know, if people go to the website and look at the individual panels, our standard roof panel is flat. Uh, but for clients who want a shed or a pitched roof, um, those become custom panels. So we do angled panels for roofs that are fully insulated and also use our um, iJoyce construction. It just becomes custom to the, the design of the house. And I think one thing that's really kind of exciting and interesting about the b Public System, because we've pre-engineered these 89 different components, Um, What changes per project is what the project engineer specifies as the attachment. Um, So a a simple way of saying that is um, here where I'm sitting in New Mexico, the engineer might specify for a wall-to-wall connection to just be timber screws. Whereas in Northern California, they're definitely going to put a Simpson bracket on there because of the seismic. And so what, is, what changes per project are those attachments, and that is coming directly from the project engineer. And then it's really specific to that building, to its location and what its you know, wind load or shear might be. And then, um, and then it's inspectable because it's on the outside of the panels. Everybody on the job site can count them up and make sure they're there. Um, and that's what changes on a be public okay. assembly.
1: Do you engineer it in house?
2: Um, we don't we We have um, engineers that we work with internally on our panels, and then just like builders and just like architects, we're onboarding engineering firms to understand the panels and how to work with them and um, share those engineering um, tables with them. Um, And then, of course, we take their feedback and work. That's part of the integrated teams, right, Um, which is a little bit different on single family homes um, that we would have these integrated teams. But for us, there's always a project engineer who is reviewing and stamping. Um, We provide a tremendous amount of data to them in terms of um, plans and and shop drawings um, for them to review. So we have sort of supportive systems. So if it's new to an engineering firm, um, but that, yes, of course, we're we're always um, taking their input and um, applying that. And that that can go for custom panels as well. Like if the engineer really wants to see additional structure for whatever reason on the condition of that house, great. We can do custom panels to satisfy the engineer's request for that client's project.
1: Interesting. So you can stack the panels on top of each other, so they they are structurally independent, or or is it more like a post and beam where you're infilling uh, the structure or the the insulated panel, uh, attaching it to a structure like a post and beam?
2: Yeah, no, up to three stories uh, you can attach to the panels themselves. Where it gets different, and of course, I want to draw with my hands or show you something on screen right now, Robbie, yeah. I, will, I will be talking with my hands to myself on this podcast, <laughs> is that if, um, say our standard uh, floor panel's eight feet wide um, and 22 feet long, right? So there's our span, what's been engineered. You certainly can go another 22 feet we're just going to have to add additional structure. So there's your beam. Yeah. yeah. And that's true of, you know, most of the um, the pitched roofs that we're doing for custom clients. Yeah, you've got a ridge beam in there. And that would be true as well on foundation, right? If we're going to go past that bearing, we're just going to add additional structure and um, bear on that. Does that make sense without my hands yeah. drawing yeah. a picture for you?
1: Yeah, and then the the wall can stack on on itself. It's stacked on you... itself.
2: Mm hmm. And your mid floor would be ledgered to the interior. Okay. Or it so can it's... be, a box, or or it could be a box beam. It depends. Again, you know, we like to listen to the engineers and what they want um, yeah. for each case. Um, but for for many of the projects, they can ledger on the interior of that connection.
1: Okay. Uh, so in essence, it's it's really almost like a balloon framed wall. Uh, you have the continuity all the way past the floor system. Uh, yes. And you have that R35 wall all the way past the floor system. Yes, very cool. Um, yep. A couple more questions. So if you have a pitched roof, that means that you might have a, a pitched wall as well. So you, you can, uh, create the panel with a, uh, a pitched upper yeah. dimension, I guess. Yeah. So
2: you, so you, I'm imagining the gable end. Yes. I okay. Guess that uh, pie shape or that triangle would be a custom wall. Yeah, exactly. Perfect.
1: And then, how how do you integrate windows into the panel? Do you, does it have to be within one panel, or can you span an opening with multiple panels?
2: That's a really great question. Again, I'm gonna draw with my hands (laughs) to answer it. We
1: have
2: have many uh, pre-designed B public walls that do have rough openings into them. Um, So there's a selection of both door and window openings, but we know those aren't gonna satisfy everyone's design. Um, So we use those filler panels that look a bit like a header and a sill, to to build out a custom opening, and then the windows and doors would infill. So we have had clients do a full wall of lift and glide um, sliders and do 10 feet straight of glass, and others where we're building in with our filler panels, or again, a custom filler panel um, to achieve that design. I think a really great example we find that for every project, even projects that are designed in-house by Be Public, that the client, there's like a moment, a design desire for maybe a corner window or that over-the-sink dramatic window um, in mm-hmm. the kitchen. That That's the opportunity to design something in a panel that's custom to the project, and so we would, design a 3D, um, like a twin of the envelope in our digital tools, maximizing use of panels that are straight out of our sort of inventory or skew of designs. And then just those premiums where it really counts, that's where we put the custom design. So that we're maximizing what's pre-designed and existing and then really taking opportunity of what's like the best investment in those custom elements to achieve that architectural style.
1: Interesting. Um, One more question with regards to the panel. So you're dense packing it with cellulose and everybody's concerned about uh, cellulose uh, settling uh, within that cavity. Um, are you dense packing it with moisture and um, and a, a binder that we see sometimes done uh, in the field? Uh, You're just dense packing it with with the density of the the blow. Yeah, um, doing, how are you it, ensuring that it's not going to settle and move?
2: Yeah, and 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 that really is it's a craft to um, well insulate. It is challenging to do on site. It's one of the reasons we do it off site. Um, we are jamming in there, um, up to 4.5 pounds per cubic foot of dense pack cellulose into those walls. So, um, that is, it's a really good question. We, we talk a, a lot around sort of the building science and the values of the materials and why we've chosen what we've done, how we've selected, you know, cellulose is incredible that we can pack it that tight. Um, it's also a natural fiber, so if there was any moisture from you know, a roof leak or from the shower being left on, um, cellulose can absorb that moisture, but it can also release it. And so part of the B public system is that our air barrier and weather barrier are both vapor open, so they're airtight but can release moisture. Um, so that it doesn't collect within the wall, we don't have molding issues, which mm-hmm. we know is you know, a, a health um, benefit. Um, but it's also be like a, a, a real resiliency. What we want are homes that can go through these minor traumas that homes go through and be resilient and not lose, you know, density or performance. It's really important to us. We've all what happens to fiberglass when it gets you know wet and condenses and falls to the bottom of the wall that's no good. We want this to be in place for the next you know hundred years. I mean truly the tapes that we're specifying on our panels are rated for a hundred years of use. This is craftsman permanent um, resilient materials and of course the great thing about cellulose and wood is, if there was an issue, of course you can cut into the wall and you can repack it. Like that's what we want are things that we can um, repair, that we know how to 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 manage and work with now and for generations.
1: Interesting. Um, more questions. I, I'm actually looking at your your website at some of the installs, so I've got another question. Uh, some of the do the panels come with a, a flap on the um, interior um, vapor retarder and on the exterior air barrier uh, side to um, integrate one panel to the other panel or are you just relying on on tapes primarily to connect one one system from an, to the next system or one panel yeah and
2: the- I think I think what you're seeing is the flap on the roof panels that we do have a bit of okay. uh, overhang on the floor and the roof panels for that. Um, on the walls themselves, again, they're wrapped on on five sides with the weather barrier. So the weather barrier is coming all the way to the inside edge and, and hitting wow. just at the air barrier. Um, I'm trying to describe this in a way that listeners can, can understand. Um, so the air barrier is somewhat flat and sealed to the, interior of the panels and yes that that relies on um, in order to get the continuous air barrier it needs to be taped or it needs to be sealed with a product yes Um,
1: are you using an adhesive between the connections as well
2: no no No. Um, and I think I, I think this is hard for maybe listeners to understand but that on the On the edges of the walls in particular, we insulate the edges of the wall so that they're pillowing a bit. Um, There's there's plywood on the cap and, and the base of the walls themselves for connection. But on the sides, there's a pillowing so that when the walls come together, we get a nice seal. Okay. Right, so there's a nice thermal tension there that then we tack and tape the edges.
1: Yeah and it looks like here you're, you're using uh, Intello uh, air barrier slash vapor control uh, on the inside so you can just use their tape product to uh, tape over that seam as well. Correct
2: and and our weather barrier is uh, currently the Adhero which is also of the Proclima line.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so all of the the tapes that we use are from that same company. So keeping it within their um, their warranty and really following their product specification for best use. Yeah, well, I
1: really encourage uh, anyone listening to go to the bepublicprefab.com uh, dot com website and uh, look at some of the installs, and you can get a really good idea of what the panels look like and how they get installed uh, there. So I, I have a pretty good idea of the, the panels. Uh, it's a thick wall. It's, it's very much what we would think of when we're thinking about a passive house uh, type construction. So, and you, you mentioned before that you are linking uh, yourself to high performance. So I'm guessing high performance from a passive house perspective.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, uh, definitely passive. I mean, that's how we started was really believing that um, conservation first approach of, you know, that continuous air barrier and super insulated and thermal bridge free was, um, you know, the wave of the future. And so why not implement it today? Um, we have lots of clients who just are really excited about a more comfortable and healthy material. Um, build as well Um, so we're fairly agnostic to what um, the ultimate certifications are but we are working with a lot of people who are are going for certification for passive house Um, and in that case you talked about the integrated teams we're not consultants and we're not certifiers but we provide the data around be public to those people to do their work so in collaboration of making it easier for them. We'll provide the data to that.
1: Yeah. Do you have a preference between the two different passive house standards?
2: Um, you know, we're happy with, with either. I mean, I'm sitting in a house um, that was built 12 years ago in Santa Fe um, that is PHI certified. I'm sorry, a PHI certified. So it was a passive house network route. Um, And we're doing a lot of projects with FIA. so really either way. And I think think what's interesting for each of our projects, each of our clients, is what are the ultimate goals for them? Um, Certainly there are a lot of people who are looking at conservation or they want to be off-grid completely, they want independence. Um, Other folks who are really geared towards taking advantage of tax credits and incentives, and I think for all of, the regions that we're working in, looking at what what is required in terms of certifying, documenting in order to get to reap the greatest benefits of your project. Um, and I think there's there's so much that we can do on policy um, side, but it's also becomes very personal to the clients of being able to make choices that they feel like are, um, the most lasting of their investment. Um, so we're just here to we're just here to help them get where they want to go, um, and that usually is home quickly um, with lots of comfort. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, was it your business partner who came up with the uh, base design for the panels?
2: Yeah, uh, Jonah Stanford yeah. out of out of his practice at Need Based. And he was in the first cohort of US uh, uh, trained uh, passive house consultants. So he's been practicing this for nearly 15 years. Is that right? It's kind of hard to believe. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so he's been practicing for quite a long time. And I think for a lot of people who've been um, designing and, and uh, building to the standard for that long, um, the enthusiasm, of course, is always there, but uh, the frustration that everything isn't built to the standard um, is there, which I think spurs companies like Be Public and others that get a little noisy and are offering this opportunity to many more people um, because it is. It's extraordinarily exciting um, and there's so many benefits to all um, to, to follow that path. It's also highly technical. I mean, I think it's important to say that finding people uh, to work with who are just as passionate and dedicated. Um, all construction is complicated and somewhat uh, slow and, you know, requires a lot of uh, teamwork. Um, but getting together with people who really believe that um, this is very possible and that it takes commitment and drive, but um, but that it's very doable. Um, so we're just we're just a bit of it. We're just a part of it. But um, Jonah's been doing this for quite a long time, um, and really excited for all of the new architects that are now involved and working with Be Public, and then kind of backtracking into Passive House training. Right? It's like this was the sort of their gateway, and now they're they're wanting to learn because they're really excited about the quality. And, and what their clients are finding from this process.
1: Yeah. Um, your primary factory is in Las Cruces, is that correct? Um,
2: yeah. No, I we hope to have one in Las Cruces down on the border. Um, no, we've got a shop that's serving uh, the Rockies now based in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Oh, Las
1: Vegas, okay.
2: So Las Vegas is, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's true. It's, it's a good, and it's not Las Vegas, Nevada, Nevada, Yes. which is so fabulous. I had brand new clients today. And I said, well, we're having an open house at the Las Vegas shop you could you should come and see the panels and meet the staff. And they said, ooh, we've got miles, we can't wait. We'll meet you in Vegas. And I said, do you know it's 30 minutes from your property? It's in New Mexico, sorry. But what's great about Las Vegas, uh, New Mexico is, you know, it's, it, it's a community with a great heritage of, of, of wood and construction. Um, it is also a community that uh, was struck by a horrible uh, fire last year. Yes. So we're able to provide jobs and training in that community as well as support people in rebuilding. It's also one hour closer uh, to Denver. Yes. than Santa Fe where I'm sitting. So um, yeah. we thought it was a great spot for our first New Mexico shop. Um, we've got uh, plans for two more um, coming in the next two years. So um, we've got a lot um, of new projects coming and, and we're excited to expand this. We're really dedicated to local and regional shops. So you will not see Be Public having uh, you know, 250,000 square feet in Las Vegas, Nevada, you will see us with smaller shops dotted throughout the country. That is how we are designed to grow and how we're committed to create um, training and providing builders for the next 50 years in these smaller communities.
1: So are are you also dedicated to just offering the panels in the Southwest? or? Are you, do you have aspirations to go across the country?
2: Gosh, Robbie, you are just fantastic. Thank you. Setting them up, I'm gonna knock them down yeah. for you. Okay. Um, we have the Las Vegas shop is owned and operated by Be Public, but we have uh, many really wonderful contract partners um, across um, actually North America uh, producing panels under license for Be Public. So we have clients in California, both Northern and Southern. And I won't be building those probably in Las Vegas. Um, We'll have that something at one of our partners closer. And then we've got um, a lot of projects on the East Coast. Uh, As you know, Massachusetts and New York State are outstanding for low energy um, Mm. in new construction. And so we're very fortunate to have partners closer to there. Um, And then we've got a really suite um, community of folks designing and building with B public in North Carolina. And we've got uh, partners there to produce panels locally. So um, again, we're a collaborative B Corp. And so when we find people that we feel are great partners, we bring them in to produce panels for and with us, rather than um, taking over the the, all ownership of that. We really want to help stabilize offsite for many different companies, and so we can leverage our designs and relationships and sales and support them and work with them. So that's that's how we're we're operating now, and we're really fortunate to have so many talented um, shops and and more and more people contacting us. Um, to develop those partnerships in their regions. I'm really excited for what's coming in the Midwest. Um, you know, this was designed very much—I don't know—I I hate to reference WPA, but it really is the intent of creating ways for people to kind of get back to craft and yeah. have have a very stable job, no matter what the weather, no matter how it's snowing, raining, or the wind is blowing. We want people to be valued in the trades and to be able to go to work um, and have that work if it needs to be part-time because they have, you know, kids or they're going to school. We should provide that kind of stable work to the trades where you don't necessarily have to have a big pickup Um, that taking a bus somewhere still allows you to become a carpenter. And that's really exciting so yeah we've got we've got partners um both in canada and the us building with be public and there will be many more uh, to come so stay tuned stay tuned very, on that one
1: yeah that's very cool um one last technical question uh does the the panel have to change depending on its climate zone are you changing things or are you using the, the same technique
2: uh, that's a great question. We are not changing the panels, but we don't sell into every climate zone. Okay. So we are not serving hot and humid climates at this point. So, okay. um, so top of climate zone three through eight is what we're currently serving with this. Well, it's two lines of panels that we have now, the R35 or the R52. Um, And I hate to say it again, but um, stay tuned. There will be others um, coming. We're planning the next release of a a brand new panel that would uh, still serve those communities but would um, open it up a little bit more to who um, would be um, great clients for the next set of panels. So we'll we'll continue R&Ding and rolling out what we think is sort of the best. Um, and continue to learn from our clients we love when builders make suggestions we've already incorporated we're on um, the fourth generation of the be public panels and every time it gets a little bit smarter and better and incorporates what those builders uh, need and want and ask for
1: that's wonderful I think my last question is going to bring us back to my neck of the woods and and some work that I'm doing uh, in the Marshall Fire area. And um, can you describe a little bit about uh, uh, what you're doing with uh, Marshall Fire Rebuilds and and how you got connected uh, into the
2: Marshall Fire? Yeah. Um, It always takes my breath away to think about the community and and the Marshall Fire, and we are really just so honored to be there and supporting the rebuild efforts. Uh, We are working primarily with Colorado-based teams. So uh, new architects to us that we've um, onboarded to design with B-Public's dimensions and with an understanding of our performance, and, uh, and we're helping optimize. So I think right now we've got um, eight homes in the pipeline for um, the Marshall rebuild, and we anticipate to continue. We know there's you no know, hundreds still yet to get underway, um, and so all of those clients are taking advantage of the B Public performance, and those architects are designing with us, and so. Um, it's really exciting. We'll have uh, a couple install. I think the first is coming um, at the end of April 23, and then we'll just continue to to be bringing those panels um, in and get buildings up. So I'm really excited to share some of that. We try very hard to be uh, good supporters and good partners, just providing information and data. I, I don't. I don't really like feeling like a salesperson uh, in the area. I really just want to provide as much information as we can and help people through this process. It's not easy. Um, And we have been very fortunate to have a group of of homeowners who lost their homes in Santa Cruz um, from the CZU complex fire. so a year ahead of the Marshall disaster and learning from them in how communities come together and share information and uh, work to build back better. Uh, we learned a lot there. We're still learning. We just had a project install last week in Santa Cruz. And so bringing some of that patience to Marshall and and, and being present, I really like listening uh, to the stories and, and then when it's appropriate, you know, offer or answer questions. Um, We try to come to as many of the live community events as possible, again, to be present and to witness and be a part of the community and, and when appropriate, uh, to share information. Um, And so uh, I'm coming up again this month to be present, um, certainly whenever possible, when there's uh, community online Zooms or or opportunities to, to be supportive, we try to do that. Um, and really excited that there's so many local integrated teams that we're working with in order to see these uh, projects come up. Um, even even working with um, your local green bank and in offering um, information about be public so they understand when people are coming for construction loans and those mortgages, um, understanding what we what we offer and what these homes are designed to do. Um, you know, so it's it's a it's a very gratifying community to be a part of, um, and I am so impressed by the resiliency and um, and sort of the kindness in in the way that people are moving through this really you know just tragic loss.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, you say that very well. And it seems like uh, the panels are resonating with, with homeowners uh, to have eight projects. That's, that's a lot uh, Mm -hmm. there, uh, especially with regards to the underfunding that these folks find themselves in uh, with regards to um, being underinsured and and whatnot, which makes me think that your, your product must be um, pretty price competitive with uh, traditional framing and whatnot, which is probably makes makes your product uh, uh, stand out a bit.
2: Yeah, we are finding that it is competitive in the Denver Boulder area, which is makes us, you know, very happy that we can offer a little bit of um, predictability in that. I think it's also you know part of our process and how we're different in the marketplace is that we can offer an estimate for full fully insulated building envelope in a week or two so that even with like a napkin sketch or a floor plan of what they might want to build in a year we can give them a very good idea of what the cost of just our piece is so that they can consider it with, with real data, not with an idea of, or I would say even worse, like a fear of what it would cost to do a high performance or a passive house. Um, I think taking out the unknown and being able to talk about how it's installed, what it includes, how quickly, how do you finish it, right? Can you do stucco? Yeah. Of course you can do stucco. Can you do, sure, right? All of those questions up front to dispel the, you know, the unknowns are just daunting. And so we really want to be able to provide that information. Uh, And, you know, I often say a clear no to a client is so reassuring rather than a maybe. It's great if they say yes, but I understand all the... All the many decisions that have to be made. So, if we can give a clear idea of cost and timeline and scope and schedule to a client, at least you have something to respond to rather than this sort of maybe, right? Um, so, those no's are helpful to us as well. Um, guesses are great and it's a long process and so we're with that architect and that builder and that client for the long haul all the way through to install but if it's a no it's great great to meet you best of luck so sorry for you going through this process let us know if there's any way we can help but great to meet you Um, and I and I hope that's helpful to clients it seems like it is very helpful and reassuring to people to see something real, both in a, a building envelope design that we provide, but also in those costs. And, and because it's component-based, they can take that initial cost and play with it, right? Their Legos play with it. Yeah. Oh, if we, if we grow the, you know, the den a little bit, great. Okay, that's three new panels. I can tell you what that costs not a mystery. We can give you those costs. So that feels good that we're taking away some of the mystery of this daunting process for homeowners who are rebuilding, I hope.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really great point, I think. Um, well, I think we've run to the, the end of our time together. I, I really appreciate it. It's been really fun to to see how your business acumen has been Integrated into uh, this construction industry, and that you've uh, it really seems like you've created a, a passion uh, in this new industry that you've uh, entered there. So, thanks for sharing that with us. I appreciate it.
2: Oh, it's been my absolute pre- pleasure. Thank you, Robbie, for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Buildcast, brought to you by Build Tank Inc. To see show notes and learn more about our guests and other episodes visit the buildcast page of our website at www.btankinc.com thank you ben sound for our music and to ashley owen for editing it and you for your encouragement and guidance in the creation of buildcast you can listen to buildcast on anchor itunes spotify or your favorite platform if you enjoyed our show and are willing please take a moment to subscribe and review buildcast which will help others find it more easily Thanks again for listening, and please let us know who you would like to hear next, and if you have any suggestions to make BuildCast better. Until next time, be safe and continue to think zero to 360.